Hello, my name is Ben, and today I'm joined by Ellen Chapman. Today we'll be taking a look at Mariposa by the Peachtree Rascals. This is the Deconstruct Podcast. So as I said, today I'm joined by friend Ellen Chapman. Would you care to introduce yourself, please? Hi, I'm Ellen. Um, I'm Ben's friend. Yeah. And this is my song. Yeah, all right. Um, so, yeah, so why did you come to me with this song? What appeals to you about this song? Um, basically I listened to it all summer, so I thought it'd be cool to figure out why I'm probably obsessed with it. Yeah, it's been making the rounds on TikTok, I hear, and... Really? Yeah! Maybe that's where I found it. Maybe. I honestly don't remember. Mm. I I haven't seen it on TikTok, and I, I think I... Well, I've only been on TikTok for, what, three months now? So, this might have been before I was on the app, but in any case... We are here now, and we're going to see why Ellen likes this song. So, a few housekeeping things out of the way. First of all, we can't play any of the music on the podcast because copyright is annoying. So, what I'm going to ask the listener to do is I'm going to ask you to pull this song up on another tab and listen to it in the places that I tell you that you need to listen to it. Don't worry, throughout I'll be giving you places in the song that you need to track and listen to as we go along. But before we do any of that, I want you to take the listener to give a good, solid listen to this track. Listen for everything that you possibly can. Everything from melody to to chords to composition of the elements. Just try to gather everything that you can mentally so that when we dive through, you know vaguely what we're talking about. And so without any further ado, let's dive into Mariposa. And first, we'll be discussing this opening section from 0 minutes and 0 seconds, 0 minutes and 17 seconds. So, let's build this from the ground up. Starting with drums, what are we noticing about the drums here? Uh, I heard the kick bass and, like, the snare, possibly? Yeah, we're talking, you know, boom, chick, boom, chick, boom, chick. Next thing up, bass. What's the bass doing here? It's just got, like, a simple one-two to it. But 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 that sort of drive. And then, on occasion, I did notice that it's going but da 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 bottom but Uh, may I ask, do you know why it's doing that instead of just keeping on boom? No. Okay. Well, to me, it's having... It adds a little bit more gravitas to the downbeat when it happens. So if you just have... It's easy to me to lose track of where the beat groupings are. But then if you have that... You know, vaguely you get a better understanding of where the beat is. Next thing up, guitar. What's the guitar doing? It's just really simple chords in the background. It's pretty much all I got. Yeah, so, but to me, they're not quite so as simple chords. So let's start from on the first few measures. You got this. This is where we're starting out, what the musicians call the tonic. So, on those three chords, what's changing about it? They're going down. I feel like all I feel of, like this is a quiz. 
Well, yeah, I'm trying to make you use your ears and then you tell me what's going on, what what you're listening to. Yeah. Um, and then if you can't figure it out, then that's why I'm here. So is everything going down? Or is just a few things going down? It seems like just a few things. I feel like I can hear one note that's staying. Yeah. Yeah, and then, to your ears, does this chord want all the notes to stay as, but then one go down, or should there feel like there's a bit more movement to it? It seems like there should be another movement. Yeah, and so then we go to here. It's a bit of a variation on this. This is the four chord built on the, on the fourth scale degree. But then it has in this added color note to it. But why is there that color note, I'm asking? To make it more fun. Yeah, why not? And then the next thing that goes on is that... And then... I mean, those last two chords, at least... It's a pretty solid resolution, right? It feels complete. Yeah, so, and that comes from this going down to here, this going to here, and this staying here, so. But then we have, I don't know what's going on here. I'm pretty sure that's not all the notes of that chord. I feel like there's also some of this stuff going on. I'm not entirely sure myself, so I'm just gonna try and talk my way through it. So there's two ways I think this could resolve down to this. First is that you just treat this as something that leads to this, has no relation with where we end up, it's just something to add more tension to this. And then there's also the idea that it it's a mod modification of the chords built on the bass notes. So if you listen to the bass, it'll go. And if you build something off of that, you could go. However, that's not quite what they do. They raise, they raise this note up to, and then, but that's not quite it either. If you have any ideas, email deconstruct at wicb.org. Um, so now that we've resolved back the chord structure, let's talk about the next thing that's on the docket, the vocal line, the melody. So now let's do some melody analysis here. First little lines. Any patterns you're noticing in there? Yeah, I heard them and then as soon as you asked me, I forgot them. Ah, let I'll, I'll do it again. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. 
Oh, it's the going down and the coming back up. Yeah, just oscillating on those four notes right there. And then something somewhat completely differently. And I'll keep running. But on that I'll keep running, I'll play you that one section. I want to tell you I want you to tell me if there's anything different that you're noticing going on here. Did you notice anything different about the texture and the vocal line when it went to but I'll keep running? It's smoother. There's like it seems like there's more of a tie between Yeah. than and before. Yeah, and that's a little bit more to do with the individual melody line, but I'm talking here composition of elements, composition of instruments. It to be fair, it's a little bit hard to hear, so I'll give you another listen on that one. Anything? There's like two voices. Yeah, two voices. Why why do you think? Why do you think they would want to do that? I don't know, it puts more emphasis on it. Yeah. It does put more emphasis on it. That's 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 right. Yeah. Um so then as we move into just to find a way to you till then. What's going on here? I think the silence speaks for itself. Is it a transition? Well, in, in a way it is. I mean, you do have this leading into the downbeat. And then there's also the melodic line itself is, I'm fine. I think the word that I'm finding, I was finding as I was listening through this the first time was, this is also circular, going up and down, up and down, up and down, in a lot of the same ways. Because as we start with, um, it's going round and round like that. And then with this, I'll keep running, it's starting, da 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 and then just to find a way, da 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 da. It's cycling on those notes, I think. I don't really have a sensible conclusion to any of that. It's just a way to write a good melody, I think. Kind of loops you in with the rising and falling and whatnot. Got and, me. Yeah. And then the last thing that this chorus ends off is. So, on that last hook there, do you, do you have any ideas lingering in the void as to why that might be such an effective transition into the next bit of material? It just seems very final. It seems like for the it it seems like maybe like the listener would pay attention to it and then be ready for the next part. Yeah, I think the fact that it goes it's going down like that is a start. And then it's also built on the pentatonic scale. If you've ever bashed on the black keys on a piano and know that it sounds good, it's that same idea. And then the last thing that I think makes it work is that the last few chords have been so odd against the tonic. So if we started here and then we've been here and then that kind of would fit really well over this, so. And that's exactly where it wants to go, and it does. But then, if you layer that over this, 
leads better into that final chord that we end the chord progression on. Now, we've ex I think we've exhausted everything that was in that section, unless there's something that I've missed that you've picked up on. So then we'll move into the first verse, first section of the first verse, starting from 17 seconds going to 34 seconds in. And the texture does have a bit of a change as we develop the song a little bit more, get a little bit more comfortable into it. So let's build this section back from the ground up. Drums, are they doing anything different? No. Question Most, mark? All right, so here's what I've been noticing. I've noticed that mostly it's doing the same thing, but kind of hard to hear, I think, is that it's doing, there's a little bit of a ding, ding, going on on the one and three of each measure. Yeah, you noticing it now? Yep, I got it now. Yeah. In your opinion, it was just boom chicking along, but why do you think they needed to add this ride symbol? What does it accomplish that just a boom chick doesn't do? Well, it fills in a little more space and it's like airier. It's lighter. Ooh, I like that word, airier, lightier. Yeah, and that goes well with the other elements that we're adding. But first, uh, bass, anything change? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I didn't notice anything different either words. Uh, is there a guitar anymore? No, because there's a piano. Yes. All right. Um, any, anything interesting the piano is doing? Uh, it seems like it just takes over the guitar line. Yeah, pff, yeah, I'd say so. Although, where the guitar was going, it's just kind of... Yeah, so why would they want to replace the guitar with the piano? What does that accomplish, do you think? Well, I think this whole section just gets, like, dreamier. Like, this whole song to me is pretty dreamy, but in this part here, it, everything just, like, lifts off and becomes even higher into, like, dreamy. Yeah. It's a terrible description, but that's how I no, feel. No, I get what you're saying. As we go along, your description will get more and more accurate, and this is just the start of it. Um, and you've got this occasional, like... Something like that. Um, that it does on occasion. It just brightens up the whole sound. Especially in a piece that's definitely as written on guitar as this is, adding piano to something like this has a tendency to brighten up the sound. Next, we move on to the vocal line. Here's an important question. Is it the same singer as it was before? I don't think so. It sounds it sounds different, but I also know there's now two voices, and it's, is it, it's like higher, question mark? Mm. I, I think they're kind of keeping in the same range, but there's... I don't I, think it's the same person. No, it's not. There's three different singers in this group, and from if you look on the lyrics that are published, there's three different singers, and this is a different singer than the one in the chorus. But when I was listening through it the first time, I honestly thought that they were recording it at a higher speed and then cranking it back down. So, like, it sounds a little bit... The company Apple would describe it as a bit more Darth vader quality, having a bit more sound to it. But I think that's just the way the guy sings. If you listen to, I had to listen to the acoustic version, and his singing was 
very similar. I think they might have recorded his vocals slightly at a slightly faster speed so that when they slowed it down, it got pitch dropped. But I don't think it's that big as I first thought it was. But if you do it just a little bit, my ears notice it. I don't think a lot of other people would notice it. Like, to be fair, if you, like, crank down um, the quality of somebody's voice to make it sound like it's a lot lower that is dropping the formants that's the technical term you like most people will notice it but then just a little bit like this it's kind of hard to notice on the first go through this is a completely different melodic line here so let's go through it so there's two main bits to this melody right here. What is the first? The one voice? The, the first voice? Yeah, well, like, I'm talking about, like, melodic fragments. Like, individual melodies here. Oh, dang. Well, there's the voice. And, like, it's the same circles before, but it seems, like, slightly less. Yeah. It um, doesn't seem to go down as far before it goes back up. Yeah, I'd say that's an accurate description. So, whereas before it went... Um, this time it goes... It's kind of a half-formed version of the one before, as you were saying. And then it develops on that a little bit. And then the second melodic fragment goes... What What is the second melodic fragment like? It just is like a little bob. Yeah, and kind of is another, I think, reduction of that. Whereas before, it goes just stripping away more notes. And then it develops even more into this something like that. Um, and then the next time through the verse, anything changed from the first time through the first verse to the second. You can hear the second voice much better. Yeah, that is true, but is there anything different melodically going on? Anything in the notes in particular that you're noticing? Nope, you got me. Yeah, it's, it, I'm, I'm going to be real. It is a little bit hard to distinguish without having listened to it a hundred times, but I, I think the second time they changed the amount of notes on that last phrase to give it a different number of syllables so we can fit the lyrics better. So, whereas before it went, this time it goes on that last bit, and then runs off at the end, which isn't, I think, a bad thing. I, I think it doesn't have to be consistent like that because in pop music, the lyrics have their own importance. And so changing things up like that is okay. And so now we've arrived at a second chorus, uh, which runs from zero minutes, 51 seconds, through one minute, eight seconds. So now that we're at this second chorus, how the texture, all the instrumentation is that more reflective of the, the first chorus or the first verse? 
It seems like the first verse. Yeah. The piano sticks there. Yeah. So here's my question. Why would they want to keep it on the same texture? Why wouldn't they want to go back to the guitar janking along? I don't know. Hmm. My opinion is that we're here. We've established that the opening chorus was an introductory thing and then we're properly into it by the piano. And I think that once we're at this piano thing, why go, why regress? Why should we go backwards any? We're here now. We've established that piano is the thing. So let's keep with it. We're grooving. Yeah, we're grooving. And then second verse, another singer in the group. To me, there is, there is a definite union to all of the melodic things that are going on here. There's one idea that permeates everything that's happening here. What is it? Is it the circle? Yeah, well, in a way, yes. But it's taking, in my opinion, it's taking this idea from the first verse, um, where the first verse did that and now it's going it's adding more notes it's a bit more it's a bit more rap in my opinion yeah on the spectrum on the spectrum from proper bel canto singing all the way up to uh hip-hop rap it's a bit more towards hip-hop rap Although pop music in general, I think, sits squarely in the middle of those two styles. But that's a story for another time. But here's the thing. Most pop songs, most pop songs have very similar verses. But in this case, they're changing up things for each and every verse. Now, why would you think they would be able to get away with doing this in a pop song that ha that all of the verses have barely any relation to each other whatsoever well when you started asking the question i was confident in my response of because the instrumentals stay the same but now i'm also going to add on the fact that it seems like the n the range of the notes has stayed fairly consistent as well so even though like how fast it is and how, like how many notes there are is different. It's fairly consistent. Yeah, that that's a point. That's a couple of points. I like those points. I don't think I have anything else to add on to that. And this will get more important as things go on because just the entire concept of a verse as an idea, this song completely breaks it, especially as we go more in depth. I completely not noticed this, but according to my notes, there is a texture change. So, so what do you notice instrument wise? Are you noticing any changes? The chimes come in, the bells. I don't know. Yeah. Not really chimes. Um, I, I think bells would be a good word. The musicians call it glockenspiel, but you could just call it bells. Um, the prison bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I'm noticing, this something like that there's ooze added on top but what does that add we've been talking a little bit about dreaminess maybe that has something to do with it yeah i think it adds dreaminess yeah 
It's the little like angelic voices behind Ooh. the singer. Ooh, angelic. That's a that's a good word. I like those words. Um, so then in the back half of the second verse, what changes there? It starts to drag more. Yeah, the rhythms. They're not as much in rhythm, whereas before it was like. You can just lay back to. So why? <laughs> well, I actually have no idea where we're in the song, but we're getting towards the end, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, slowing it is, down. We're, like, about halfway through. So the song's kind of slowing down. Yeah. And then as we move into the third chorus, that hook that happens at the end that is there anything different happening with the texture of the instruments going on did the voice do it with it this time that is one thing that's happening yes but another thing that's happening is literally nothing else <laughs> what i'm noticing there is that all of the other instruments just kind of die away to leave room for that for that lick that's happening there. Um, and it's a little bit more emblematic of things that will come later, but as we move in, as we actually get into this la this third chorus, does anything really change about the texture or anything else that's going on that was different from the second chorus or the second verse? Doesn't seem like Yeah, that. but there is a thing that I didn't talk about that I do want to talk about this time through, which is the rhythm of the vocals compared to everything else that's going on. So for those of you uninitiated into jazz, there's two different ways that popular Western music of the past how many years has grouped its the divisions of the beats into. There's straight, which just goes dun, 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 dun. and then there's swung, which adds a little bit more weight, a little bit more length to the first half of the beat, and then adds emphasis on the back half. So there's da 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 da. But here, it's not. I don't think there's as much. I don't think the dividing line is as clear. So if you give it a listen. Try to do it, try to tap along both ways. Try to tap along with, and try to tap along with, and see if at certain points things fit in better one way or the other. So after having done that, does it feel like certain sections fit better with one way or the other? It definitely felt like the I guess maybe like the second half towards the end the straight beat felt better I could be wrong though I can't count for shit uh that's okay um sometimes you just gotta feel the groove and sometimes you can't feel the groove and that's okay so um I I think especially in the vocal line for most of it it kind of stays straight where the underlying rhythm tends to swing and it kind of creates this unbalanced sort of feeling I think so and then as we go into this next section 
It wonks a little bit. It wonks a little bit, but I... It's a neat thing that's going on there. I just wanted to point it out there. Because um, I forgot to the first time. But then, we move from this chorus into... I don't know whether to call this a third verse or a bridge. It doesn't seem to be a bridge to anything. It just seems to be a bridge from somewhere leading into nowhere, as we'll see as this thing goes on. But let's, again, re let's construct this from the bottom up. So, uh, bass or drums, yes or no? No. No, right. And then... Um, what other elements besides the vocal line are in there? Well, like the piano's kind of gone yeah. and there's like, is it a synthesizer? It's, yeah, yeah. It, it is a synthesizer, but it's trying to emulate the sound of strings. It's not doing it very well, but it is trying its hardest. And I think, I think it still pays off because even if it does sound like it's trying to emulate strings, it, most people are just be like, man, it sounds like strings, whatever. Um, and then another thing that I'm noticing, the bells, the glock on just the downbeats, the same place it's been before, but like it had before, it's still sort of that airy quality about it. So I think we are in agreement that this line has no, like there's little relation between it and anything else other than the individual notes it's based off of the same scale doesn't mean that there's anything much different and at the same time it doesn't even have that much relation within itself to anything it's just kind of melodic fragments spliced together but it still sounds all right why do you think that why do you think that even though it relates to nothing, it still sounds like part of this song. Well, it continues on with like the dreamy theme, and I think the like the ooze or the ahs in the background yeah. are consistent with what we heard before. Yeah, that that is true. That is a big unifying element, and I think another thing that does add it is that it's still just using these notes. Not that, not this, but also this. But the fact that it's just sticking, it's just sticking to those notes really does help keep things unified even where nothing about the melodic line is otherwise the same. And that's the same theme that I'm gathering from the next two sections that happen. All right, so this second part of the third verse Let's build it from the ground up. Drums, yes or no? No. Bass, yes or no? No. Hmm. Yeah. I got distracted by the vocals again, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's that's fair. Um, I did notice bass, but it was kind of keeping quiet. It was keeping kind of it to itself in a way, because uh, it's it just kind of mostly just holding down notes and occasionally doing something like this. Something like that. Um, but it, it doesn't really call attention to itself. It does add a little bit there, but nothing that the other instruments can't provide. It just adds a little bit more texture. 
piano or guitar? No. Was the synth still there? Did the piano come back? The piano the piano came back. Okay. I knew yeah. it wasn't the guitar. Yeah, okay. That That's at least good. And then I also noticed that there, the glockenspiel still continuing, still doing ding, ding, ding sort of stuff. Um, there is one interesting thing in the... There's a couple interesting things in this particular melodic line that at least reference itself. So, first melodic fragment. What are we talking? What are we talking here? Mm, okay, the only thing I got is there's an echo in there. Yeah, um, and that's a pretty prominent echo, I think, especially considering that they go... And then going... Um, and then that, those notes lead nicely into that four chord that's happening there. And then in the back half of that, is there any relationships going on there? Mm, beats me, but the piano was really loud. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of, it was banging out those octaves. And then, um, to me, the vocal line starts both times on this... Da 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 da, but then where it goes from there changes. Starting from da 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 da. Second time, da 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 da. Yeah. Does that count as the circle? Hmm. Maybe. It's rep it's repetition of ideas, definitely, and looping up and down like that but it doesn't start and stop at the same place circles start and stop at the same place it starts at the same place diverges to different places so and then it ends off with this this will become important later keep this in mind and then we go into a completely different melodic line no point in going through it whatsoever i didn't even take time to write notes about it because i was just like uh, what's the point? But the texture does change, and it does it in notable ways. So let's, from ground up, drums, yes or no? No. But here's the thing. Did you notice? Right. That's still there. Well, that's not really a drum. It, it it's to... It's part of the thing that drummers have in front of them. So... I'm a, I'm accounted as drums even though it's not technically a drum it's a cymbal but it is it is still a thing that the drummer plays fine yeah so is there piano this is a bit of a trick question but is there piano I don't think so well well you said it was a trick question it is a trick that. question so here here's the thing it's an electric piano yeah <laughs> neat thing about electric pianos is that it's a lot more mellow than pianos. It sounds a little bit more like a doo sort of sound. It's, it's a sound that humans can make easily with their own mouths, I find. And then that synth string sort of vibe that was going on earlier, is it still there or is... Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, the vibe is there. But I think this time around, the strings are a little bit more believable as strings. Because I think, 
I think it's like actually a proper string patch or proper strings that's going on there because no other instrument can imitate the strings as precisely as strings, especially in the higher register. In the lower register, you can get away with it a little bit, but once you're soaring up in the stratosphere, it's kind of hard to imitate, especially when you have the sound of the bow itself that's creeping into the recording a little bit, I find. And as we end, is it the same hook that we've been having that ends off each and every verse and chorus, or is it something different this time? The voice does it this time, too, as well. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. Before, where we had... This time, it's... When I told you to remember, that's what I wanted y'all to remember. And finally, we're into another chorus. The texture doesn't change that much, except for we have a ride symbol now. Well, we have no ride symbol, rather. Um, and the chorus melody stays the same, mostly. And then we get into the last little bit, which... Well, first, let's build up the elements from the ground up, as we always do. No drums, nothing really that hard-hitting. Um, bass, yes or no? No. I, well, yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah, here's the problem with crappy speakers is that you can't really hear the bass all that well to begin with, so sorry about that. <laughs> but the strings, is it the is it synth strings or is it more believable strings? I feel like it's more synth strings. Yeah, I noticed that too. Bells, Glock. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. I said yes just because I felt they should be there. Yeah, it would be weird if it wasn't there, if you think about it. Because it's just kind of... It, there's no rhythm to it otherwise, I don't think. Because if you just have the strings going, there's no front to the note at all. It's just... Uh, it just kind of dawdles along. But then that Glock just kind of locks things in, I think. Um, and then the most important thing in this section... No vocals, no piano. There's a saxophone. Hell yeah, there is. Reverbed all to hell. But at the same time, they're just letting him go. And then, at the end, the final thing. Play it right for once. And all of the elements come back together to end off this section. Pretty dreamy. Pretty dreamy, yeah. Do I have anything to wrap this up in a nice little bow? Not particularly. But in any case, uh, that's the song. And if I suggest for all of you listeners out there, you go back and listen. Try to figure through the elements that we've talked about. Try to see what you missed the first time. See if you can find anything new. So before we leave off, Ellen, is there anything that you want to plug? Uh, no, I have absolutely no projects and very little life to speak of whatsoever. I hope you're doing well, though. There. Good. I'll plug kindness. Okay. Be kind to one another. That is important. Um, and there is links to all of my projects in the show notes. And if you want to email us to drop us a suggestion for what we could talk about, or just to say hi, our email is deconstruct at wicb.org. So, this has been the Deconstruct Podcast. I have been Ben. I've been Ellen. And I'll see you next time. Take care.